Welcome back to Light Up with Shannon Chavez. You're listening to season two, episode number three, featuring hypnotherapist and mindset coach, Amy Lynn Walsh. I met Amy about a year ago when she posted in a Facebook group looking to trade a rapid transformational therapy session for a photo shoot. And I'm so happy that I took her up on her offer. In just one session, Amy helped me to get to the root of my struggle with procrastination and overcome some limiting beliefs that I never even realized were holding me back. Amy says it's her purpose in life to help others find their purpose. She's passionate about empowering people to embrace their brilliance, own their unique gifts, and show up boldly and authentically as themselves. In today's episode, Amy opens up about her own journey of self-discovery, sharing the highs and lows that led her to the happy place she's in today. I took so much away from this conversation, and I know you will too, so if you can, hit pause while you grab a pen and a notebook, or head over to shannonchavez.com slash lightuppodcast dash Amy Walsh to find the highlights from today's episode. Alrighty, here she is. Why would you look outside yourself when you have all of the world inside? One, two, three, four. Hi, I'm Shannon, and you're listening to my weekly motivational podcast, Light Up. I'm just a girl from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, who loves bringing people together and making them feel good. So I'm talking to happy people about what it is that lights them up, and how embracing their unique gifts and pursuing their passions has brought them peace, joy, and abundance. I believe that true and lasting happiness comes from finding and fulfilling our life's purpose. It's my mission to help you conquer limiting beliefs, harness your personal power, and live out your fullest potential. In these episodes, we'll build daily habits together that drive us towards happier and fuller lives. You have the power to manifest your dream life. So let's get started. Inside is a space that creates your horizon. Well, your mind is a space that creates the horizon. Your mind is a space that creates your horizon. Well, your mind is a space that creates. Say, why would you look outside yourself when you have all of the world inside? Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for welcoming me into your home today. It's so beautiful here, and I am just so excited to share your story and to learn from you today. Um, You've just created such a beautiful life for yourself by embracing your gifts. Um, you know, just your your purpose, your passions. Um, and, you know, before we really like dive into what it is that you do and your life's work um, and how you empower people, I just want you to take a little bit of time just to introduce yourself, tell us who you are, um, what you love, and what's really kind of brought you to where you are today. Just tell us a yeah, little bit about sure. your journey. I'm happy, yep, I'm sure I'm happy to do so. My name is Amy Lynn Walsh. I'm a rapid transformational therapist, a hypnotherapist, and a mindset coach, and I am an energy healing enthusiast. So anything to do with mindset, neurology, emotions, um, anything like that. I absolutely love Qigong, medicine, Reiki is like truly my passion. I love 
helping people find their purpose, being the best version of themselves. So anything up that is along those lines is right up my alley. And so uh, a little bit more just about your personal life too. Yeah. You're a mom, Dax yeah. is nine months old in a couple of days. So just tell us a little bit about your upbringing, your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually grew up around here. I grew up in a very small town, California, PA. Most people know it for the college. Um, I was one of 10 kids. So grew up, I was homeschooled, you know, played a lot of sports, different things like that. I was homeschooled until 10th grade. And then I went to public school 11th and 12th grade. So my journey to what I'm doing now is I started, I graduated from Cal U with a graphic design degree, worked in graphic design for a couple years, and I loved it. I loved the creative process. I feel like it is one of those degrees that is so transferable to a lot of things. Um, but I realized through my graphic design degree that I am a people person. So I really struggled with being behind a computer all the time. So with that realization, I got into medical sales. So I worked in medical sales for 10 years. I moved all around. I moved to Philadelphia, to Boston, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and then back to Pittsburgh. So my personal journey, the struggle that kind of led me to mindset work is I had gone through an unexpected divorce at a young age and um, found myself I really wasn't raised with mindset stuff at all like I guess I wasn't exposed to it didn't even wasn't even on my radar but through struggling with some anxiety and stress I mean most people now especially in the United States we're all workaholics right so in the medical sales job that I was in it was a very work 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 tons of travel very high pressure high stress and with that stress I just like I as an adult acquired anxiety I didn't have that my whole life so with the personal stress struggles with my divorce with the stress of work um, I was trying everything I was trying yoga I was trying meditation I was trying you know all the holistic stuff CBD of essential oils and you name it I've tried it I was on actually medication for anxiety and I was like I don't want to be on this forever like there has to be another way I, this is not who I am this is not who I want to be so that kind of personal journey made me look into alternative things so that's when I discovered personal development, I discovered mindset coaching, and I discovered rapid transformational therapy. So I looked into RTT, what it was, went through the whole, signed up for the course, went through the whole course, and throughout that education of getting my certification in RTT, I felt like my anxiety was 100% cured like 100% cured. So I came back, I had got certified down in Miami, came back without any originally no intention at all of quitting my day job. Like who would give up their, I've been working in medical sales for 10 years. It was a great lifestyle. I like I, I self-identified as a sales rep. The second I got that certification, I was like, nope, this is what I'm meant to do. This is who I am. I love this. More people need to know about this type of therapy. People don't need to be anxious their whole life. They don't need to struggle with these things. And um, with that realization, I came home, quit my job, and then never looked back since. That is amazing. And now when in there did you beat Cal and kind of start oh, this yeah. new okay. chapter of your life? <laughs> so it was interesting. Um, I had been living in Connecticut, and I had only lived in Connecticut for about six months. It was kind of like a a transition state. So when I got divorced, I had been living in Rhode Island. So then I moved out, moved to Connecticut. And from Connecticut, I was interviewing to try to come back home because my family's from the Pittsburgh area. So the whole time I was in Connecticut, only six months, I was flying back to Pittsburgh, interviewing for jobs. And I had actually landed a job back in Pittsburgh. So 
I spent the summer in Connecticut kind of regrouping. I've been gone through that, that difficult time of my life. I was just like, I'm taking the summer off. I'm not working. I'm doing all types of fun things. So I had joined a softball league and a kickball league and sat by the pool and exercised every day and did all this like mindset stuff, you know, therapy the whole summer. And during that time of my transition back to Pittsburgh, it was like two boats passing in the night of Cal and I, like he had been on another kickball team in that summer. So we weren't on the same team or anything, but I really believe in like divine timing and that there was somebody else in charge up there that led us together because we should have never really met and we didn't ever plan to stay together because we'd only met for such a short amount of time. And I moved back to Pittsburgh and then his job actually transferred him to Cincinnati. So Cincinnati and Pittsburgh are only four hours apart. Mm -hmm. And from that time of us both being back here, we kind of just like we had started out as friends and then we're like, oh, you moved here and I moved here. And then we kind of had this um, long distance relationship for two years. And then after two years of traveling back and forth between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, he moved here. Oh my goodness. And And now you have a beautiful baby boy. So what has it just been like over the past kind of nine months? Um, working from home and, you know, having a little one that you're taking care of, what has your life kind of uh, changed into or has it really stayed the same? Maybe it hasn't been as big of a change. Yeah, no, actually, I feel like it's funny. Everybody thinks about having um, a baby during COVID. Obviously, there's some downsides. Nobody could really visit for a while. We had to, you know, not have visitors in the hospital. But it's been really a perfect time for growing our little family because, He's working from home. I'm working from home. We're very, you know, present, a little more flexible on our schedules. It's just been amazing. I I really can't say enough about how much I love the transition of what maybe in my younger self, I would have been like, oh, I don't know if kids are for me. But now it's like it brings me so much joy and so much happiness. And I feel like I am exactly where I'm meant to be. My Cal's an amazing partner. Dax is an amazing baby. Our community is awesome. I love what I do. So I have no complaints at all. And so it was actually after you had gone through kind of some programs and trainings where you've kind of took what you learned and used it in your own life. And then yep. you saw how powerful it was. And that's mm-hmm. how you kind of ended up doing this as a career. So can you talk a little bit more just kind of about that self discovery how you how you figured out um (laughs) how this stuff works and how you yeah just where you yeah yeah I had been I mean obviously I told you guys I'd gone through divorce struggle with anxiety um but even at that point I really didn't believe like my own limiting beliefs were like that there was anything career-wise that I could do something different because like I said you're in medical sales what else that I just self-identify like we you go to school for something you think I have this degree and I feel like a lot of people even if they're not happy don't really have the courage to make a change but you you did Mm -hmm. a big change so my um my own mentors my own energy healers I'd been going to Reiki uh, she kept telling me, Amy, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm good at my job. I'm okay. I'm doing quite all right. I'm not fulfilled, but I'm doing okay. Like, what else is there? Like, I just didn't at that point in my life believe that maybe I didn't really understand what happiness was. Like, I didn't, I felt like I'm just doing what I do and I am what I do. My identity was very tied to my achievements or my accomplishments or my career, not necessarily 
I didn't understand like that I was different than just what I did. I'd be like, my name's Amy, I do sales, I play sports, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a clear understanding of like who I am really what what that was. Right, we all kind of get so, so stuck on the yeah, title sometimes. Exactly, and you feel like, oh, let me check this box and let me check this box and let me check this, and that's what life is, and that's the best it's gonna get. But by like learning more about energy and learning more about um, your authentic self and your higher self and your divine team, I was just like, I kept being challenged and challenged and challenged to like think a little bit differently. And it was almost like exactly what they say when the student is ready, the teachers will appear. And that's what was happening in my life is all the right teachers kept kind of pushing me in one direction and one direction. And I had never, ever heard of RTT before this. And it was just like an ad came up and I was like, wait, 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 this looks like something I'd be really interested in. And then when I did it, it was like, this is what I was born to do. And up until that point, it was like, I could never do anything else. <laughs> so it was such a dramatic transformation from my old limiting belief of who I was and what was available to me versus my new limiting or my new beliefs of no, this is, this is what you were born to do. And I'm so passionate about helping other people. I feel truly that my number one gift is seeing other people's gifts and helping develop their brilliance and helping them grow and have uh, confidence and be the best version of themselves on the health perspective and the mindset perspective. And I just like absolutely love every single day what I do and feel um, grateful that this, that the universe tapped me on the shoulder and said, okay, you're ready now, let's go. <laughs> I am just so happy for you. And I just see the joy that you know you have that radiates from you whenever you're talking about this kind of stuff. And I really do just feel like you've totally found your calling and you're so Thank good at it. Um, I think you. I'm going a little bit out of order from the, the questions that, right. um, that I have, but you were just kind of talking about how you're constantly learning and reading and taking classes and you're getting more certifications all of the time and you're just constantly looking to expand your knowledge and really just to grow and become the best version of yourself possible. Yeah. So who are some of your biggest role models and mentors and you know what have you kind of learned in your studies that's really shaped who you are? So I would say that that is always changing. It's like I feel like it is you have to learn you have to learn how to dribble before you can learn how to shoot a three point you know with basketball you have to learn like i felt like in the beginning i um had more general mindset stuff if if, if anybody's in the growth development world i'm sure you've heard of mind valley so mind valley haven't. you haven't okay so mind valley is a podcast it's my favorite podcast okay and one of the creator of mind valley his name is vishen lakiani he has created an educational platform i would say it's probably like one of the most powerful educational platforms where he um works with all the top mindset coaches around the world and his mind valley like i have a mind valley membership has tons and tons of courses you can take from every single mindset coaching person out there so i am obsessed i'm an all access member i'm obsessed with all these courses i've been certified in feng shui i'm taking energy healing courses i just got a new certification this was not through mind valley but it's called the emotion code and um, that's through another platform called Discover Healing. But like, I just feel like listening to that podcast every day will keep, I'll, I feel very much when I wake up, I open up my phone and it's like whatever podcast shows up, I'm like, this is what I meant to listen to today. This is what I meant. This is somebody needs to hear this information today. So I really believe that 
that what I learn is always meant for someone else. Mm -hmm. So I'm the conduit of sharing what someone else needs to hear every day. So between um, the Mind Valley app and I have a couple other personal coaches that I um, work with for hypnotherapy and for, you know, just women's coaching. But yeah, I would say if I had to pick like my top mentors, obviously Marissa Peer. Marissa Peer is the inventor of rapid transformational therapy. But Vishen Lakiani, um, Lisa Nichols, Michael Beckwith, Eckhart Tolle. There's like, I feel like I, there's too many to name. I, I, love, I love getting all the recommendations. <laughs> and I feel like I'm going to have to like put this together into the show notes and, and let everybody yeah. know that what you're listening to because it's definitely working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. They're doing something right. So yeah, that is so cool. And now I know you're, you're really getting into energy healing. So yeah, yeah just yeah. talk a little bit more about that specifically and, you know, what you're kind of studying and what you've been learning. Uh, yeah, so the Emotion Code is a really, really cool um, certification that I just got in. It was invented by a chiropractor actually named Dr. Bradley Nelson. And there's a book, anybody can read this book and learn the Emotion Code on themselves. Obviously you need to get certified to practice on anyone else. But basically it's an energy healing technique designed to identify and release trapped emotions. So we're not raised um, realizing that emotional is uh, that emotions are simply energy and motion, that every emotion you experience is a, is a frequency or vibration. So those trapped emotions are energy frequencies that get stuck in our body or our energy system from harmful past negative events. So trapped emotions can cause feelings of depression, anxiety, and they also can block people from receiving love, happiness, or the ability to connect with other people in their lives. Emotions, like I said, are made of energy and they can exert an influence on the physical body. So they can cause discomfort, potential disease. So by releasing those trapped emotions, we can create the ideal conditions for the body to heal. So physical and emotional difficulties can disappear or become much more manageable simply by releasing these negative energies that are disrupting. So think of yourself as if you are free and clear and on good vibration and feeling really good about yourself you're like a like a clear tuned into the clearest radio station or tv station but whenever you have these negative energies that have trapped in your aura your energy system you're kind of like a fuzzy radio station you don't think clearly you could have brain fog you could have just allergies there's all these different things that can happen um, when you're when you have this extra baggage emotional baggage mm -hmm. disrupting your frequency yeah and so i love that you like talk about how most of our mindset is kind of developed in our really early childhood. Yes, and yes. So as a mom, I'm sure you're constantly thinking yeah. <laughs> about ways that you can really start, you know, helping Dax to uh, have this mindset that allows him to create an abundant, happy life for himself someday. And I know oh, he's yeah. only nine months old now, but what are some of the things that you're doing right now to teach him? Well, it's funny, ever since getting the certification, the Emotion Code, I actually clear his emotional energy on a weekly basis. So he goes to daycare a couple days a week, every time he comes home. Um, we don't realize, like we believe that we can acquire negative energies from our own life experiences, but what most people don't understand is that energies passed down through epigenetics so i can identify or anybody who does the emotion code can identify negative energies um, passed down through your ancestral line up to 25 generations so you can find all these things passed down through your genetics and they can also be absorbed from other people 
So normally when you're working on a baby, they're highly um, intuitive. So they don't have language, right? Dax doesn't talk to me every day and say, Mom, this kid at school took my toy and I was jealous. But you better believe I can clear, you know, identify when I'm doing a session on him. See, jealousy. Or, and then I can find, is it related to a friend? Is it related to a teacher? Is it related to whatever it is? And it's all through muscle testing, very science-based. This is not woo-woo stuff, but clearing those emotions from him, I feel like helps him sleep better, helps him digest food better. He's happy. I mean, he's like the happiest baby ever, but every week there's absorbed emotions. And it's not like just from school, he's absorbing stuff from me. So I, and you know, from my husband, from our family members. Um, and it, it's such a great tool for bringing self-awareness around our own emotional state and how that's impacting other people in your household. Yes. So it's so really cool. Have you learned like some things about yourself since having a baby and yeah, like seeing some yeah, of that kind absolutely. of stuff, like a reflection? Yeah, it's almost like we don't... I, we, I'm very self-analytical. I'm very like constantly evaluating, what can I change? How can I grow? All that stuff. But the emotion code, it just keeps it so simple. It just is like, nope, the emotion of, mm, I don't know, anxiety or the emotion of blaming or the emotion of nervousness. It's just so simple like to look on the chart and be like, oh yeah, I did feel that that day. I didn't, I only felt it for a second, but I, you know, I did feel that that day. And then, you know, clearly we absorbed it. Do you do a lot of um, journaling and things to keep track of all this stuff so that you can kind of look back later or um, I have like a electronic I do everything electronically through my iPad and stuff so I can see all the emotions that I've released from myself from Dax from clients from my husband and then see like how that changes over time which is really cool and it's really helpful and then you can see like okay where are my primary hang-ups is it my love life is it my work is it my um, do I have abundance blocks? Is it my friendships, my family? So just by knowing where the same trapped emotions are coming up, you'd be like, oh, I probably should do more work in that area. I feel like life. you really practice what you preach. Yeah. I just want to know a little bit kind of about your daily routine. Like what does kind of a day look like for you? Um, well, I get up, I definitely, like I was telling you before we started, it's very different before kids and after kids, but primarily I really try to focus on, there is no difference between a healthy body and a healthy mind. So if I want to have a healthy mind, you have to focus on a healthy body. So I always make sure I meal prep every week. I exercise at least two or three times a week. Um, I believe, you know, trying to get outside, get fresh sunlight, fresh air, and I do my journaling. I listen to my recordings. I do my classes. So prioritizing all the pillars of happiness, if you do in mindset coaching with me, we always talk about the pillars of happiness is like your spiritual growth, educational growth, your relationships, your physical health, and then your true life purpose, your career, your abundance pillar. So I try to keep those nice and balanced on Have a regular basis. Have you seen the documentary Happy? I just watched it the other day okay. and they were talking about flow and I know yeah. that that's something that you've mentioned yeah. and you've kind of mm -hmm. talked about it in my recording. Um, I believe that true and lasting happiness comes from finding and discovering and pursuing your life's purpose. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Is that like, talk a little bit about kind of what flow is. How do you get into that state where you're feeling yeah. happy and, 
energized. It's funny. I was actually just listening to a podcast this morning about flow. (laughs) Yeah. If anybody's ever heard of Jim Quick, he wrote the book Limitless and he's like all about teaching people how to speed read and maximize their learning potential. And he, if you, if you really want to learn about flow, you can always get that book and listen to it. But he talks about um, how to get into the state of flow, how to stay in flow. I do believe that you're never gonna be in flow if you're doing the wrong thing in your life. So the first thing is understanding who you are, what you're meant to do, living your life purpose, but then prioritizing your flow state. So um, I believe, if I'm recalling the podcast correctly from this morning, is it takes about uh, 90 minutes to fully maximize your flow state. So you try should try to set aside time without distraction in your life. I know personally for myself, I'm in flow first thing in the morning. So first from the mindset world, you are in flow when you can access your alpha brain waves. Alpha brain waves, beta, theta, gamma, those higher level brain waves, your brain slows down and you're just kind of like channeling, channeling your highest self. So first thing in the morning, some people are night owls, they can do it before they go to bed, but um, really prioritizing your state of flow to allow yourself, whether it's writing, journaling, podcasting, making a video, um, whatever you do for your work, saying, you know, the flow states when it doesn't seem like work, right? It just comes out naturally. Yes. And I love that you said your life kind of really transformed and you you started manifesting this beautiful life for yourself when you kind of let go and were really Mm -hmm. starting to like, you know, join the, was it softball or kickball? Softball Softball, and kickball. Both both of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And like just doing fun things that make you feel good. So just doing more of that kind of stuff, That's actually one of the simplest things you can do if you want to transform your life. One of the most basic lessons in mindset is you know, if you understand energy as vibrations, emotional vibrations, the higher the vibration, the happier the emotional state. If you're living down in like guilt and shame and anxiety, those are the lowest vibrational frequencies. So when I was starting to learn about this, I was like, really in a crappy place. So I'm like, okay, well, if this is true, all I have to do every week or day is focus on doing something that brings me joy, right? Joy is a higher vibration. So back in the day, I was like, okay, well, I feel happier when I go outside or I feel happier if I'm playing with a puppy or holding a baby or doing something that kind of takes you out of your own mind Mm -hmm. and makes you help other people or live outside yourself. So if you can just do something that brings you joy, 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 experiences are cues that you should do more of those things or the cues that, that that's what you're meant to do so I love helping people or working with people or learning so knowing that that I was like oh wait if I do that and I it brings me joy do more if you do something that makes you sad and it doesn't like you're, if you're in a job that you don't love and every day you're showing up and you're like this is miserable I hate this this is terrible that's not what you're meant to do. So you should, that's a cue of your higher self saying, okay, maybe it's time for a change. Let's I, try something different. And I think it can still be so scary, even when you're so unhappy, to yeah. take that leap of faith. And for me, that's really when my life transformed. Yeah. I was in a job for two years that I really hated. And I think yeah. it's funny that we, we have a lot in common. Yeah. Um, I was in a long distance relationship, not crazy long distance, yeah. like two hours apart from Alex for the first two years oh, of our relationship. Yeah, um, and I was going back and forth to West Virginia, working in news, working overnight. I didn't really like mind the night shift, but I was just exhausted. Yeah. I was surrounded by negativity, mm-hmm. not only in the work that I was doing, but with some of the people that I was working with. Yeah. And I was 
starting to just be kind of like mean, you yeah. know, to the yeah. to the people that I love. And mm-hmm. it was really hard. And it was finally when I let go and I decided, well, it took a while. It took yeah. almost two years. Yeah. And then once I really started um, meditating and, you know, just I kind of started to visualize myself in Pittsburgh. I didn't know what I wanted to do next, but I knew there was a place for me in Pittsburgh and I just kind of started to visualize myself here. And I finally had the courage to leave and I came back and I was bartending and I was nannying and I just had all of this time. I had a whole summer where I was just doing fun things and spending time with friends and I was bringing my camera places again Mm -hmm. and doing fun things that I loved. And then all of a sudden, things, the right things and the right opportunities and the right people just started popping up and you know, the rest is history. You arrive that vibration of joy and happiness. And, then, yes, and like, I feel like the, the contrast, seeing those struggles sometimes yeah. is actually what ends up, you know, the, the lowest days are what show you that you have this, yeah. um, this opportunity to do something different and to do something better. And I know you talked a little bit about your personal life and your divorce, um, but maybe you can just kind of dive a little deeper into what you would maybe call like an epiphany moment when you finally realized that you were in control of your life yeah. and what was happening. And, um, you know, just share a little bit about what your life was like before that major turning yeah. point and then maybe kind of what has changed since then. Well, one of the things that I always tell um, my clients too is that the best lesson you can learn or the best th- the first thing that you have to do if you want to change your life is take responsibility for it. So if you don't take responsibility that you've attracted this unhappiness in your life, that you have made choices that created this situation in your life, if you are constantly blaming or being the victim or the martyr or whatever in the situation, you're always gonna be stuck in powerlessness and helplessness. But the second you say, okay, well, I'm unhappy in this job and I'm unhappy in this marriage or I'm unhappy in this relationship, whatever it is, but I can change it. The second you can say, okay, well, I did this, and but it's also my responsibility to change it. So with responsibility comes power. All of a sudden, you can take back control. You can become a different person. You have to remove the limiting belief that nothing better is out there. So many of us stay in the same job forever because we believe that's the only thing out there for us. It's a limiting belief. Mm-hmm. So um, just having the understanding that something better can change our brain doesn't like change our brain wants to stay in the same loops the same pow- the same patterns and most people don't realize that our brain is caught in negative loops that that negativity is more familiar than positive. You said it's kind of yeah. like a survival thing. Yeah. It's like that's just what your your yeah. brain is used to, so it keeps programming you to make the same yes, choices. Exactly. So your brain is designed to pay way more attention to fear and negative emotions because that's if your brain is trying to keep you alive, it wants to keep you evolutionary speaking away from the tiger that's about to eat your family. So if it pays more attention to fear and scary things, then it believes you will stay alive. So it's our job to program in that we want happiness that we want fulfillment, that we want good things in our life. So, you know, once you kind of accept that to say, oh, it's no one else's job to make me happy. It's no one else's, it's my job. It's my responsibility to make me happy. And most of the time people get really hung up. They're like, I don't even know what makes me happy. I don't even know what I should do. I mean, I was like that. I was like, I have no clue. I just do what I've always done. Mm -hmm. And the second you do what you've always done, you get what you've always got. And that's what we've all kind of like fall into patterns of our family or patterns from our towns that we live in, a small town. Okay, everybody stays in the small town. Be like, you know what? That's not really what feels right for me. So when you realize pain, I actually um, teach a lot of my clients too this 
concept of pain is like be so grateful for your pain. Thank yourself every day for experiencing pain. I'm so grateful all the time that I had a tough job and I had a tough relationship or a series of tough relationships because without that pain, I would have never changed. So pain is like a roadblock that you have to grow over and then you're going to hit another roadblock and then you have to grow over that and you have to keep growing and growing and changing and growing. But if you never had a block, you would stay the same. (laughs) So you have to, you know, see every challenge as an opportunity for growth and be like, okay, what am I supposed to learn here? How can I not, if you don't learn the lesson, then the the universe is just going to keep giving you the block over and over and over and over again. And you're like, what the heck? Why do I keep attracting the same thing? It's because you never learned the lesson. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. And I mean, you're just still constantly growing and changing. And I love that you see that because I think a lot of people, you know, you get to a certain age and you think, oh, I've learned enough or I've done enough. But you're still constantly like taking new certifications and I'm so excited to hear that you're working on some digital courses. So what is next for you? You know, what's coming up? What are you working on right now? And what can we expect? Because I can't wait to come back for my next session. I'm excited. Anytime. You're welcome. Um, Yeah. So right now I really love um, working with people that struggle with anxiety and perfectionism and self-sabotage. I feel like those things show up and really hold us back from being our highest and best self. So helping people get their, you know, overcoming anxiety and self-sabotaging behaviors, whether it's in health, weight loss, um, whether it's in their relationships. Some, a lot of people are like chronically single, you know, they're self-sabotaging relationships, have commitment issues, or whether it's, you know, attracting their perfect partner or um, even, you know, ridding themselves of abundance blocks so that they can live their true purpose. I want, I'm currently in the process of creating digital courses in all of these fields. So relationships, health, anxiety, but I really, really like working with high achievers, high performers, people in the corporate world. They don't have to be, but you know, that's my personality tends to resonate with that and helping them overcome perfectionism, overcome procrastination so they can really truly live a life intentionally rather than kind of like reactively, which is what I think most of us have done for a long time is lived in reaction mode rather than creation mode. Yes. And I'm happy that I think more people are starting to um, see the benefits of um, meditation and just like starting to see that we have this ability to kind of manifest the lives that we want for ourselves. Well, I think one thing too, that just in our, you know, 2020, 2021 world of COVID, uh, it really brought to light so much mindset stuff because everybody we before COVID was living in this world of just hustle and bustle and busy and doing and doing. And I think COVID kind of slowed everything down and made everybody, and and from the therapy side is it kind of really enhanced issues they may have had, but were able to ignore before. So being stuck at home, not being able to socialize, being more isolated, people couldn't really busy themselves out of their relationship issues yes. or their you know health. Everybody's at home now. There's kind of no reason not to exercise because you have the time, right? Right? But I love that you so, like put the science behind it because yeah. I think a lot of people when they hear law of attraction, manifestation, yeah. they think very like woo woo, yeah. but it is, there's science behind oh, it. Tons and, of science. I mean, Harvard, Brigham and Women. I mean, if you search online now, there's more science than ever and more continual 
um, studies about energy and about thoughts and how thoughts create physical reactions in our body and every thought we have creates a feeling. So if we can control our mind, we can control our feelings. So yeah, there's tons and tons. I mean, it's really, really exciting and I'm glad that the world is. I mean, this has been around. This is not new stuff. Right. This has been around in other parts of the world for years and years and years. Energy medicine is very, very well accepted. Thousands of years. I'm just happy Uh, that I found you though because a lot of what I've uh, kind of found and um, like kind of used for self-development is some of those older techniques and trainings and just talking to like a woman who I have so much in common with I just feel like you really put everything into a different perspective and you just make it so fun and so easy so (laughs) it has just been so awesome working with you and getting to know you you. as well before we wrap up I just wanted to do some fun rapid fire questions is that okay yeah all right so what is the first thing you're going to do when the pandemic ends and it's safe to be out and about more often? I'm going to go dancing. <laughs> dancing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I know you have a trip coming up, but you we also do. talked a lot about like in your questionnaire that I sent ahead that mm-hmm. you love to travel, yeah. you guys love to go to concerts. What are some yeah. of like your favorite yeah. things to do? Yeah, we love traveling. We love going to concerts. I mean, I love to go to a yoga studio or go to yoga in the park or anything like that, but my husband and I both love to dance. We love to socialize. We are definitely extroverts. Yes. So any opportunity to go down to the strip district and go shopping or to go out in Lawrenceville and play outdoor sports or Southern Tea or go to a brewery. I've been um, begging Alex be awesome. to take a dance class with me. We should do like a yeah, double date, like go yeah. on, like go to a dance class or Cal something. Cal and I took ballroom dancing classes before that would our be wedding. So we did. Fun. I know. But there's a lot of salsa. Um, well, there used to be a lot of salsa stuff around Pittsburgh. So that's always a fun thing. But yeah, any opportunity to go out and actually not have a mask on and <laughs> be able to We just see been dancing people. around our yeah. living room. But yes, it's yeah, nice to like good. actually have other people to dance with Yeah, that too. would be nice. <laughs> All right, so if you could put one book into every high school curriculum, what would it be? Hmm, that's a good question. I do believe, I mean, everybody should understand the basics of how emotions work. So even though the law of attraction is limited in like the true mindset work, like the secret is all about the law of attraction, I believe if everybody at least had an awareness, read the book, The Secret, it gives a great, you know, general, broad, easy to understand, um, perspective of how your thoughts create emotional vibrations and you are you know, you are attracting all the time what you are putting out. I discovered The Secret at 15, and I mean, I was so obsessed with it, and we had the movie too, and my mom was the one who, like, bought it and was watching it, and she would watch it every night, and she would fall asleep, but I would always stay up and watch the whole thing, and I, like, had every word memorized. (laughs) So, yeah, it really is, like, a a very basic understanding Mm -hmm. of it, and I feel like there's, you know, so much more to to research and be discovered, Mm -hmm. but definitely a good one. I totally agree. Yeah, I feel like you can't get into the deeper mindset stuff until you understand. So if somebody's, like, brand new, I'm like, just watch The Secret, and then I'll give you the bigger Yeah, I think before The Secret, (laughs) I I watched um, What the Bleep Do We Know, and that one was, like, a little bit more, um, like, in-depth and, like, science-y quantum physics and everything. But, yeah, The Secret, like, did a really good job of just kind of explaining. The quantum field is only for the advanced. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Understanding the quantum. Very important, very real, very science but more advanced (laughs) what is your favorite thing to do when you have downtime I know like we talked about some of the more fun things that you would probably do out and about but like when you're just at home and you're relaxing what are are your I love organizing and I love decorating (laughs) I didn't ask you about that question yes we I know that you absolutely love like decorating and and making spaces and you actually when I first got here you were showing me your book about um like your process on redecorating this home and doing the Mm -hmm. floors 
and how Cal actually proposed whenever you finished the floors. Just tell us that story because it's so fun. Yeah, so we, when we moved into our new house, we had, I mean, like every new house, not that it was a fixer-upper, but it needed a lot of cosmetic updates. Mm -hmm. And we had budgeted in our mind, like, okay, we're going to move into this house. And the first week of moving in, we're going to redo the floors. And then we can put in all the new appliances, and then we can live, I mean, our whole main floor of our house is all wood floors so we had to install these hardwood floors well we you know i'll make a long story short that did not go well <laughs> what we thought was going to be a four-day project ended up being a eight-week project so for eight weeks in this house we had to redo the floors three times it was a nightmare um but the day that we finally got the floors fixed and we were finally <laughs> like okay we can like live now not in our basement with like a fridge and appliances um that was when my husband proposed it was like laying, you know, we were like, oh yes, finally we can, you know, enjoy were our Were you surprised? Yeah, I was, I was like, I looked horrible. I was in my pajamas. I had been like spray painting. I think I'd spray paint on my feet. It was, I, I looked like a mess, but oh God, it was no. still really oh sweet. Oh my gosh, that yeah. is so sweet. I love it. All right. Yeah. That, and you just like, you do everything on a budget too. You painted mm -hmm. your cabinets. I was just yep. like looking mm -hmm. at your bathroom and you guys did a whole renovation and it seems like you just really did basic things it just makes such a big difference yeah very cosmetic updates like i am all about being thrifty and everything but like a new cone of paint uh new hardware on something and stuff that we can do ourselves completely you know a lot of the artwork in my house is like from tj maxx or marshall's or home goods yes. or something like that does it make a difference but, in like your feeling too especially oh, yeah. like being home all this time being home all the time year. i am very very space energy sensitive. If a room is messy or if a room is cluttery or something like that, I just can't like focus well. So I just love making people feel beautiful. I'm making spaces feel beautiful. And um, I believe that everything we see, our, our brain learns in pictures and in words. So surrounding yourself with beautiful pictures, inspiring things, colors you love, completely shifts the whole energy of your household. And learning about feng shui and stuff, understanding how energy you know, just what what you see is the energy you put out. So it just all, it all comes together in my mind. It's yeah, all connected. You even like considered, you know, a brief time, um, like doing real estate and interior yeah, design, yeah. but mm -hmm. now you still just, you know, do it for your personal life and it's mm -hmm. for fun. And that's so fun. That's yeah. so cool. Mm -hmm. Well, um, now talking, like speaking of other jobs and careers, we talked a little bit about your background in graphic design and medical sales. What about some of like your fun jobs before yeah. that? Um, what was your first job? Well, my first job, I was a Dairy Queen girl. So in <laughs> high school, I worked in Dairy Queen and I did that a little bit until college too. I mean, I've bartended, I did a ton of liquor sales rep jobs. Um, one of my funniest promo, and all types of promo jobs, so not just liquor promos, I did Verizon and Nestle's Crunch and all types of different promos of like the streets handing out flyers and stuff like that, which was a great job. I mean, it was a great Great fun way of meeting different people but I always laugh about this one promo we had to work they didn't tell us what we were doing until we showed up on site and we had to go to this like meow mix or meow you know meow 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 yeah. meow mix um like corporate I guess it was some kind of corporate training or something it was all these corporate people in this broom full of um I don't know there was like at a conference so we all had to go in kind of like dressed up as cats and with this big huge meow mix cat <laughs> and then throw you know 
peanuts and throw candy and throw was I remember being like, oh my gosh, this is the most embarrassing job that I've ever had to oh do. My God, what was your favorite job eggs. that you've ever had? Other than what, what you do now. I have a feeling. Yeah, this is yeah. What I do now favorite. is definitely my favorite job. But I would say, you know, I really did enjoy um, bartending if I had to pick like a side job. I, I everybody I should bartending. have to serve or yes. bartend for a little bit because yeah. I sometimes like wish that I could just go back and do it every yeah. once in a while. I felt like it made me, you know, personable, able to talk exactly. to people, really able to like get to know people. Very and... conversational. Is You meet such interesting people. Um, it And I don't want to say it's it's not like a mindless job no, at all. Like yeah. there was like an art form to it, learning how to make a good drink. And I feel like it's a very transferable skill set. Now I love hosting and I love having parties and themed cocktails and different things like that. But I really, you know, still would do it on the side just as like, a way of disconnecting from yes. the world and just doing something for fun. I don't know. I have a feeling you throw a really good party yes, and yes. as soon as you have one, I hope that I'm invited. Yeah. We're very big on theme parties, costume parties. We always do a big New Year's Eve party. So oh, you'll get on the list this year. We love Halloween. We always oh, dress yeah. up for Halloween. Do you guys like to get dressed we up? We love Halloween. Yes. Love, love, love Halloween. Especially now having Dax event, you guys can do such a fun like family costume or something. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Hopefully by October this year, Everything's back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if ever anything will ever go back to normal. normal. It is normal, yeah. but mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of good that comes from all of this. But yeah. um, you talked a little bit about in your questionnaire, one of your dreams is to eventually open uh, a holistic wellness center. Yeah, so yeah. Tell me I would about love that, that vision, that dream. Yeah, so I would love, I mean, definitely love to partner with other um, energy healers, holistic practitioners. Like, say, you put a chiropractor in there, you put other RTT therapists, regular therapists, acupuncturists, Reiki practitioners, all things that are sort of alternative or emotional healing, as well as science stuff. Like I said, chiropractors and different stuff, but all kind of. Um, able to network and work together and then even like a yoga studio in there and all I I think it would just be really really awesome to have a community I'm really big on community supports just like an area in the community where people can be challenged to be their highest and best self energetically emotionally and then also be surrounded with other growth mindset people as well yes i feel like with this whole pandemic thing like i feel like i've been almost kind of leaning towards like maybe someday i'll have a digital course or something but then i realized like this isn't gonna last forever i would love to actually be able to like bring people together and have just some kind of wellness retreat or something like that i believe that there you know there is so much connection we're wired for connection humans are tribal they're tribal people we're meant to be close together so all this you know it's great and we're lucky we have facetime and zoom and skype and all that stuff but really the most empowering thing is to be like to have a real face-to-face group of people have you ever been to like a meditation or wellness retreat or anything i've come to a, a decent amount of yoga retreats yes. i went to one on cape cod and martha's vineyard and i've stuff never and done that. anything like that and oh, i really really cool. want to that is going to be like maybe a, a, a goal list. bucket list thing for this year highly recommend or next year maybe. i don't know this is going to be a busy year but you mm-hmm. can't keep putting things off just because it's busy because it's never true. really going to slow down um okay and then i know i know that you feel like you have a purpose um so what is your purpose in life uh i definitely believe my purpose is helping other people find their purpose like i feel very um 
drawn to, like I said, I feel like I can just see other people's gifts so clearly and I can see their unique light and I'm just trying to like fan it. <laughs> I'm I like, you, it. yeah, you are a little fire. You are a flame. Don't hide, hide under a bushel. Like you are amazing. So I'm very, love to empower other people. I love to connect other people. I love to make them feel special and um, make them understand how powerful they are and how whatever they want is available to them. Yes, I believe so everyone has a purpose in mm -hmm. life and I'm sure that you do too. But if there's anyone listening who might feel like they don't have a purpose or they're feeling lost or feeling out of alignment. Um, what is one thing that they could do today to take control and to, to begin that mindset shift? Mm, I feel like the number one thing that disconnects people from their purpose is when they live by pleasing other people. They live by trying to, um, that their life is then to please their parents or please their boss or please their people pleasers and disconnect from what their voice actually is. So if you can teach them to look inward and listen to their own voice and understand their own gifts. And I also, I think perfectionism takes away a lot of people's, uh, they're so self-critical, right? If you have to do everything perfectly, then they won't do anything. Yes. So understanding like that you can just do to do. It doesn't have to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. I know. Yeah. You told me I was a perfectionist. So I was like, I never really thought I was. But I think that like just having you kind of open my eyes to, to realizing that there were a lot of things that I was like, not doing do it all because I wanted it to be perfect. Yeah. It was like, that was part of my yeah. procrastination. Like, oh, like I, I know that I'm gonna have to spend so much time on yeah. this, so I'm just gonna yeah. not do it until. And if you, yeah, when you avoid things because you have to do it a certain way mm -hmm. or what are people gonna think? Right. And like, if everybody can just say, my purpose is different than yours and yours is different than hers and yours is different, everybody is completely unique. So if you just learn to figure out what your gifts are, love yourself authentically, know that you're worthy of a happy, beautiful life, and then stop caring what other people think. Stop fearing rejection. So our number one need is for connection. Our number one fear is rejection. So most of us just stop doing anything because of that worry that somebody's gonna reject us if we do something different than them. So yeah, that's what I would say. Thank you so much for being so willing to share your story. You're just an open book. I could sit here and talk to you all day long, but I feel like this has just been so nourishing and enriching and so many people are gonna be trying to get in touch with you after this. And I, I know that you have a lot of opportunities to work with you. So what are some of the ways that people can work with you and where can they get in touch with you? So I would recommend, um, obviously I'm on Facebook and Instagram and everything, but if you'd like to, I offer complimentary consultations. So visit my website, www.amylynnwalsh.com and then just click book a clarity call and I'd be happy to talk to you. I mean, that's really the best way to get it. You can automatically pick some time on my schedule. We talk through up to 45 minutes, what your goals are. We decide if this is the right program for you, the right fit for you, and then go from there. That's so. awesome. And I'm going to make sure that I include all of uh, like your contact information and everything in the show notes too. But thank you so, so much for joining me and just for helping me to get the podcast back up and running. Absolutely. Um, I appreciate the opportunity. I'm so excited. <laughs> My mom's actually going to be coming in to do yeah. uh, a, a, a session at some point. So I can't wait to hear what she thinks. I think she's going to love it. And I'll definitely be back too. Um, but you are just thank such a beautiful you. soul. I'm so lucky to know you and I can't wait to grow our friendship. Thank you. So, I love your enthusiasm and your talent and you're welcome anytime. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. 
I hope you loved today's episode just as much as I did. I had so much fun with Amy. Remember that you can find the highlights from every show over at ShannonChavez.com, and that's where you can figure out how to get in touch with Amy and learn a little bit more about her and what she does and how you can work with her. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And until next time, remember that you have the power to manifest your dream life. So do the stuff that lights you up. See you soon. Say, why would you look outside yourself when you have all of the world inside? Why would you look outside yourself when you have